Welcome to this live edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler on this Tuesday. It's a little cloudy, overcast outside. Taking a look at a brief forecast for this afternoon. Chance of sprinkles, mostly cloudy, a high near 65. Partly cloudy tonight, low down to 53 degrees. On Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers after 1 o'clock. Increasing clouds with a high near 71. Looks like that rain chance continues Wednesday night, Thursday, even on into Friday morning with a slight chance of showers there, too. Temperatures are pretty nice, though. We can expect those springtime temperatures with daytime highs in the 70s and nights around the uh, lower 50s. So that's not too bad. I have a dear friend I want to welcome back to the studio. We've been doing a series of radio programs. This one is actually live where we can take your questions. want to also say hi to our Facebook friends who are watching via my Facebook also linked into Brown Missionary Baptist Church and also Dr. Bartholomew Orr and also another guest we want to introduce in just a second. If you have a question, Bible-related, life-related, maybe you want to know where Dr. Orr likes to hang out. Okay, <laughs> questions, you can do that. But Dr. Bartholomew Orr, the senior pastor at Brown Missionary Baptist Church, is our guest today. And Dr. Orr, it is always good to see you. Byron, it's always great to be here with uh, WCRV. You all do so much for the community especially in communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we're just grateful for the partnership. Let's also remind our friends listening via Facebook and on AM640 and FM100.7, and also our bot stream, our live Internet streams being carried, too. If you have a question for Dr. Orr, you can call us at 901 901- 6830640 that's the number 9016830640 i have a, a list of questions that we're going to probably start off with to get things rolling but before we do dr or you brought a friend with you today that's right uh marlo is a my, my, my brother from India. And so our ministry, we've been partnering together. Uh, he does a great work in New Delhi, India, and just started the church about a year old as well. But even before that, we've been friends now four or five years, got a chance to visit India and to preach um, in their church. And so it was just a wonderful experience. Marlo Phillip, welcome to America. Welcome to Bite Radio. Thank you so much for this beautiful opportunity. Thank you, Mr. Brian. Tell me about life in India and about your ministry there. Did you grow up in a family that served the Lord? Yes, I, I grew up in the south of India, uh, a state by the name Kerala. And uh, about 12 years ago, I moved to the north of India uh, to this beautiful city known as New Delhi, which is the capital of India. So uh, I'm serving the Lord there in New Delhi. And just like uh, Pastor uh, Bartholomew Orr said, uh, we planted a church uh, about a year ago. And uh, God is doing great things in my city. Is this your first time in the U.S.? I, I come almost. I come every year. Okay. Yeah, well. And he also have a a Bible college there that he train um, young preachers to send them out into the villages as well. And so you know, talking about our conference that we're doing this uh, weekend at Brown is just wonderful to see how God, even in India, is training up that next generation, equipping them with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and then sending them forth to do the work. Well, again, Pastor Orr, the title of the conference this weekend, Friday and Saturday, is Contending for the Faith, as you mentioned. And that uh, represents the church in no matter where you are in the world. If you're here in Memphis, Tennessee, or if you're in New Delhi, we have to contend for the faith. We 
really do, and the Bible says that we are to equip ourselves, we're to arm ourselves with the truth of the Word of God so that we can be able to defend it, uh, to stand up for what is right, for the be able to rightly divide the Word of Truth, and so it's just a wonderful privilege. Well, let's remind our friends, I know that you're not accustomed to calling in on this show, although we do the program live. We used to actually do a lot of call-in conversations with our listeners, but we want to invite you to do that if you would like to ask Dr. Orr or Marlo Phillip here a question about life in India, ministry in India, feel free to call us, 901-683-0640. As I mentioned, uh, kind of have a few questions to possibly kick things in and get it rolling. Our Facebook friends are also welcome to uh, type in your questions as we're live on Facebook right now. Pastor Orr, what does it mean? I know on your website you talk about some of the fundamentals of what it means, of your, your doctrine, your statement, your mission at, at Brown Church. You say this, what does it mean to believe to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior on the profession of our faith. What does that actually mean? You know, it's about, I believe, Acts chapter 20, verse 20 and 21, that we are saved two sides of the same coin, repentance toward God, faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And what Paul says in Romans chapter 10 is that uh, salvation comes from confessing with our mouth, believing in our heart that Jesus is Lord of our lives. And so to be saved for us then is to claim Christ, to ask, invite him into your heart. And here's the key to make him the Lord and master of your life. So you are professing faith. I believe in the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, what he did on the cross. And I am asking, I am allowing him to become master of my life. Some people, you know, struggle with that to the point maybe they have done that multiple times and they can't get that peace, if you will, or that assurance knowing, you know, how many times do I have to keep doing that? The Bible says really when we do it one time and really mean it from our heart um, that we're saved and we're saved once and for all. Uh, And so it's, it's good to know as often what happens with individuals, we fall out of fellowship uh, because of sin and things of that nature. But the Bible says in First John 1 and 9, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, yes. to cleanse of, us all of all unrighteousness. So we can be restored back to the Lord. You know, I've also heard it said that our emotions are the most shallow part of our being. Our relationship with God goes to the deepest part of our being, you know, and he yes. does his deepest part, you know, in our heart and not right. in the in our emotions, you know. So the emotions can might tag along. There wasn't any fireworks, you know, I didn't see a, a flash in the sky when I came to Christ. I don't know about you, Marlo, what it was like for you, but everybody has a little bit different experience, mm-hmm. right. you know, but foundationally, how about for you, Marlo? Well, I was born in a Christian family, so I was really blessed that way, but as I was growing up, uh, I, I needed to find Christ in my own personal way. So I was uh, searching and I uh, was reading the Bible, and I believe at the age of 18, I just you know, opened up my heart to the Lord and uh, not just because my parents were Christians, but I did my own personal uh, confession through my mouth, uh, through my words, and I received Jesus into my life and as my personal Savior. Wow. That's a great word. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to give that phone number out again because we're inviting friends to call in while we're live, 901-683-0640. Question, comment, uh, give us a call. Love to have you on right now. Dr. Orr, of the 66 books of the Bible, which one have you spent the most time studying and why? Oh, my goodness. Now, that's interesting. Um, you know, I've preached and taught through several of the books. been pastor now 29 years. 
But I would say Romans is one of the um, the books that I've really enjoyed spending time in and studying. Paul is one of my favorite characters of the Bible. Um, when it comes to preaching, probably a segment that I love preaching mostly, uh, especially in the past, has been the life of David. Yeah. Something about Psalms, too, so enriching in our life, you so know? True. Yeah. Now, Facebook friends, too, you can chime in here if you've got questions. We see we've got several that are watching via our Facebook channel right now. And we invite our friends to go ahead and uh, give some blue thumbs or some thumbs up on there and also uh, share the post on your site so others can uh, join in on the conversation. Uh, let me ask this question to Marlo, and, and Dr. Work can also jump in, but. How can you discover God's specific will for your life? You're living for Christ, you know, you're following him, but maybe you want to know what direction he wants to carry your life. How can you know that, Marlo? That's a great question, and uh, I I get uh, asked by many people the same uh, question. And I really believe uh, the main thing is when I walk with God, you know, I believe God tells me exactly where my uh, path should be going forward. And there's a Bible scripture that says the steps of a godly man is ordered by God. So when I walk with God, I hear uh, if I'm willing to listen to him in the spirit, I can hear and I can take the right steps uh, moving forward in life. Have you found the same thing, Pastor? Oh, yes. I mean, the Holy Spirit, I really believe, speaks to the believer. And another thing I would tell individuals, always go to scripture. Because as we get into the Word of God, I believe God speaks through His Scriptures as well. And then what we discover in Acts chapter 13, God will even use the church to confirm your calling as well. The Bible says that as they prayed and as they fasted, the Holy Spirit spoke to the church there at Antioch and said, okay, set aside Barnabas and Paul for the work that I've called them to do. So I think that as you are involved in the life of a church, then you are also able to discern the will of God, and, and those individuals can help help confirm it. And one other thing that I would tell people, I was reading this this morning in the book of Colossians. Your place of work, I believe, is a great ministry. One of the uh, first areas of ministry that all of us have been called to is to really show forth Christ on our jobs. Right. Brought me to another question I was wanted to ask you when it comes to the local church. Do I need to attend a local church in order to have a relationship with God? I believe so. I mean, you know, I know we're living in a digital world now, social media world, and um, most of us stream and do all of that. But the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, forsake not the assembling of yourself. As, as some men does, especially as the day is approaching. So the reason why we're to come together, the Bible says, is so that we can encourage each other. And um, so okay. go to church. Go to church, <laughs> yeah, especially coming from two pastors here. I want you to come to church. Well, let's remind uh, our listeners, coming up this Thursday and Friday night, April 27th, 28th, is the Contending for the Faith Conference featuring Steve Gaines, Dr. Steve Gaines, president of the Southern Baptist Convention, of course, also pastor at Bellevue Baptist Church. Also, we're honored to have Dr. Jerry Young, who's the president of the National Baptist Convention, will be in town for this. And then uh, another featured speaker is Marcus Laughlin, who is the founder of Acts of the Word Ministries. This is an incredible work. I think he's memorized uh, oh my goodness. pretty much all the New Testament, hey. and, and he dramatizes it and yes. challenges us to get more into the Word. And that's really what this conference is all about. There will be breakout sessions. The big thing about it, Dr. Ort, there's no cost. 
there's no cost. It is free. And here's a wonderful thing. I mean, uh, you can still come even if you have not had an opportunity to register. You can just show up Friday morning, be a part. Uh, Friday evening is a great worship opportunity. So for even those who have worked uh, on Friday day, you can come that night. Uh, President Dr. Jerry Young is preaching that Friday night and great music and worship. So it's a lot of activities, a lot of great breakout sessions that will strengthen any church leader as in their role for ministry. And as we mentioned uh, just a moment ago, Dr. Steve Gaines, I would like to also say Donna Gaines, starting next Tuesday, May the 1st at 3 o'clock, this time right now we're on the air. This will no longer be Mid-South Viewpoint on Tuesday. It will become Donna Gaines will host a show called Memphis Women. Oh, wow. And it's, uh, she was, she, oh, it's going to be great. She was here today producing several shows. She's excited. We're excited. So starting next Tuesday at 3 o'clock, Donna Gaines will host a new program called Memphis Women, and you want to stay tuned for that. We'll be telling you more details. And, of course, on Wednesday and Thursday, I'll continue doing Mid-South Viewpoint like we are now. And I'm excited to be able to hand one of those shows over because when you're trying to produce four shows a week, it gets busy. (laughs) So we welcome Donna Gaines. Of course, today we're here with Dr. Bartholomew Orr, the senior pastor at Brown Missionary Baptist Church. We're saying hi to all of our Facebook friends who are watching via Facebook and on AM640 and FM100.7. We also have those streaming online. And so if you have a question, feel free to call us, 901-683-0640. My good friend David Sitton says he's listening and watching at the same time. We encourage our friends to join in. If you've got a question, that you've been reading something in Scripture lately, just not sure really what it means. I mean, we've got Dr. Orr here today. We've got Marlo Phillip all the way from India to be able to answer your Bible questions. So take advantage of his time right now, 901-683-0640, or type your question in on Facebook. It's Byron Tyler on Facebook or Dr. Bartholomew Orr, Pastor Orr on Facebook. Type your question in. But as we continue on with some questions that I've had pre-done just to get everybody rolling here, as a Christian married to a non-Christian, how can I get them to have my same desires to follow Christ? If they have no interest, maybe I become a Christian and I want to live for God, but my spouse is not, Dr. Orr. You know, I believe um, what Peter says in First Peter um, chapter 3 is a great formula for any person to um, have. And when he says, hey, you wives, be subject to your own husband, even if they don't obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your respectful and pure conduct. I, you know, I oftentimes tell um, ladies, you know, a lot of times it's it's a lady with an unbeliever husband. You don't have to lecture them. Mm -hmm. You don't have to leave them, but just love them and live the word before them. Um, and, And the Holy Spirit in your lifestyle, according to what Peter says, will draw them to Jesus Christ. Marlo, have you seen that in your ministry in India? I'm, I'm sure the dynamic is a little bit different because mm-hmm. Hindu, I'm sure, is the dominant among other you know, right. religions, That's many right. religions. So when a, a lady, in this case, would come to Christ yeah. and have a husband that is an unbeliever, have you counseled women in this case? Yeah, we've, we've got many, many cases uh, in this situation. And uh, what I tell them, you know, what I counsel them based on God's word is your life as a message. It just you know, stands out. And uh, when you love, they're going to watch you. Uh, when you when you when you uh, you know conduct business on a day to day basis, they're watching you, and when they see that there is something good and different about you, they will follow you. 
And I believe that is one of the greatest keys, you know, when, when it comes to uh, marrying somebody from you know, other religion or other walks of life. You just be patient. You don't need to change them. God can do the business. God can change them. So your life uh, is, a, is a powerful um, as a message. I believe that is uh, one of the greatest tools that we see that over, over and over again in India. And I would encourage people, this is the reason why pre-marriage, pre-marriage counseling is so important that because the Bible teaches us also that um, what business does light have to do with darkness, what fellowship. So, I, you know, I counsel anybody, make sure that you're marrying somebody that you all are able to start off on the same on the same page. That's say. definitely a good word there. I've got a word from a pastor up in Brownsville. My good friend Grover Westover says, love to hear this man preach the word, and uh, I do too. <laughs> well, look, I, I love preaching the word of God, and, you know, it's a joy um, that God has given me the opportunity uh, for the majority of my life to be able to, to do what years. I love to do. 30 years of, of – uh, next year will be 30 years of pastoring. Preaching so, longer, though. I've been preaching 37 years. And you're only 29. How do you do uh, hey, that? You know, so, uh, 901-683-0640. No one has been brave enough to take on the question opportunity with these two men here. Hey, we're just brothers in Christ having That's a great right. afternoon on this That's Tuesday. Right. So if you would like to call in with your questions, 901-683-0640, please do that question or comment. We'd welcome you to do that. Uh, do I need to be baptized in order to go to heaven? You know, I believe that baptism is important but not essential for salvation. And I, you know, I'm preaching through the uh, words of Christ on the cross. And, you know, the thief on the cross is a perfect example of one where Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. So that man experienced salvation, but it wasn't he didn't have an opportunity for baptism. Okay. Hey, we've asked for some callers. We've got Samantha, who is on the line right now. I think, Angela, we ready to go to the phone lines? We're going to go ahead and pick up the phone here and welcome Samantha to our live Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, Samantha. Hello. How are you all? We're doing great. Thanks for calling today. Do you have a question for one of our pastors? Yes, I do. I'd like to know what one of the pastors' take is on modern-day tithing if we're still in under the law, under the Old Testament. When it comes to um, Christian stewardship and tithing, I believe that tithing uh, should be the beginning point. Um, if you do your research, tithing was before the law uh, because the Bible speaks about even Abraham uh, paying tithes to uh, Melchizedek. Uh, tithing was also instituted within the law. Uh, Jesus in the New Testament commended tithing uh, when he was speaking in Matthew to the Pharisees and said, these are the things that you ought to do, but not forget about the weightier things of the law. But then the Apostle Paul is going to really take stewardship and giving to the next level as he encouraged people, um, you know, as, the, as you have purpose in your heart, lay aside, set aside a particular amount first day of the week so that it can be collected and given uh, cheerfully what the Lord requires. So I would say as a growing believer, disciple of Jesus Christ, tithing should be a starting point, but not the end. Samantha, does that answer your question? 
Yes, thank you. Thank you, Samantha, for listening to Byte Radio and joining our program today. Hope you have a great afternoon. Thank you. You all as well. Thank you so much. 901-683-0640. See, it wasn't that hard. Samantha did yeah. a great job. Great questions. And, and, of course, tithing is given that 10%. Yes. Of, of what we earn. Now, I, I understand, I've heard other preachers talk about, and Marlo, you might want to jump in too, that the, the original tithe of the Old Testament was more like 33% total with all the when other... you added it all together, yeah. uh, especially over the years, because special years, they brought a special tithe to the Lord, special occasions, they brought, brought special... I believe that's the reason why in Malachi it says tithes and offerings. But doesn't also in the New Testament, it talks about when you give, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. I mean, there's, there's a expression of free giving not not out of compulsion out of right. but being able to do it freely and ends unto god too marlo that's right yeah i believe it's uh giving unto god and uh, cheerfully giving and you do it out of out of your heart and there is no obligation but you just do it because of your relationship with god and you just love doing it and i believe that's a powerful principle when we uh, learn and apply that in our life yes. okay well let's go back to the phone line and welcome our caller to talk to our guest today hi who's this Demetria, thank you for calling. You have a question for our pastors? I do. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm driving, but I wanted to know on the 5-4 ministry you're give, if you're being assessed or you were uh, told by several pastors that you possibly have this particular gift, how is it that you can get connected and be sure of the gift that you have? Now, when you mentioned five-fold gifts. The five-fold ministry gifts, the, the prophecy, the teaching, the healer. Okay. Um, and I, now I, and this is what I teach when it comes to gifts. Uh, what Paul is going to say in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, one spirit gives various gifts to different individuals, believers. All of us have at least one. Um, he may give several gifts as he see fit, and that's 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Um, we are to uh, really desire the best gift. He talks about that best gift being love at the end of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and into chapter 13. So when it comes to gifts, I think you know it is different for different ones. Um, Paul is going to talk about in Ephesians chapter 4 um, that God has given certain gifts to the church, um, pastors and teachers, prophets and um, evangelists for the work of equipping um, the church. And, and so those are the gifts that God has given to the church to build up and to equip the church. But even those gifts, I think, you know, one person may have them all, one person may not have them all, but it's, it's according to how the Holy Spirit has gifted that individual. Demetra, does it help answer your question? Uh, a little bit. I was informed by the same pastors of a certain gift, but I, I'm still not familiar. They all stated the same gift for me, and I was just wanting to know how is it possible I could get connected even reading my Bible I'm still like, how's that gift? Is, is it coming to me? How did they get this prediction? Okay. What I would encourage you to do is, first of all, read the Bible. Um, and a good way of, of looking at different scriptures that talks about gifts, think of 12s and 4. So 1 Corinthians 12, Romans chapter 12, and then Ephesians 4 and 1 Peter 4. 
So all of those, those four chapters will give some list of different gifts. And so I would begin to read the Bible, read the, the scriptures, and then I would begin to also to pray. Uh, James chapter 1 and verse 5 talks about if any of us lack wisdom that we're to ask of God. So as we bring our request and our needs, even if it is discernment and understanding of gift, as we pray that in faith to the Holy Spirit, arm ourselves with the knowledge of what the gifts are, then I believe the Holy Spirit will begin to bring it to light. Uh, there are other uh, opportunities that I would encourage you to do, and that is maybe taking a spiritual um, inventory that you can, you know, another way that to help discern what your gift might be. Okay, Demetra? Oh, that, that explains. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for calling us today on AM640. Thank you. Goodbye now. B- bye-bye now. 901-683-0640. We might have time to squeeze in one very quick question if you want to do that. Or you can also, we're on Facebook Live, so feel free to ask your question on Facebook as we're here with Dr. Bartholomew Orr from Brown Missionary Baptist Church and all the way from New Delhi, India. Marlo Phillip is here with us. So glad, uh, brother, you could be here and join us. This is quite a treat. So we'd love to also have you to ask a question. But also, don't forget, this weekend is the Contending for the Faith Conference at Brown Church begins Friday morning through uh, a worship service Friday evening, and yes. then I think Saturday, Pastor, right, ends Saturday about... Saturday morning, ends about lunchtime. Okay. Great opportunity. Uh, president of the uh, Southern Baptist Convention, Dr. Steve Gaines, personal friend, Pastor of Bellevue. You're in for a treat that Friday morning, and as he will open up with the morning manna all the way throughout the day, and then Dr. Jerry Young, president of the National Baptist Convention, will be closing us out. So, uh, And then Saturday morning, come back for a time of uh, more worship and, and more teaching and preaching. This has been a delight. This has been more fun this afternoon to do this. We've been wanting to do what we're doing right now with our callers, and That's maybe right. we can start doing this regularly and having people call I'm, in. I'm definitely open for it. Love to have you back in the future, and, and next time you're back in Memphis, uh, Marlo, please stop by and join us for our Thank program. So yeah. But friends, don't forget, now you can get more information about the Contending for the Faith Conference if you go to Brown Church or Brown Baptist, what is it, Pastor? Yeah, w- 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 uh, Brownbaptist.org. Okay, I want to make sure we get that yeah. right. Brownbaptist.org and get all those details. Hey, listen, tomorrow, Mid-South Viewpoint, I'll be back 3 o'clock, and I've got Donna Gaines. She's going to be my guest. We'll be talking about her brand new radio show that she'll host here on Bot Radio on Tuesdays beginning next Tuesday, May 1st at 3 o'clock called Memphis Women. So be sure and join us for my interview with Donna Gaines tomorrow. Thanks, friend, for listening. Dr. Orr, thank you. Marlo, God bless you. Thank you so much. Appreciate what you brothers do for Christ's kingdom. That's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye, and goodbye to our Facebook friends, too. Bye-bye.